0: With your connection to local agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. Wisconsin is known for being the number one producer of many agricultural commodities, but many people might not know that ginseng is one of those Wisconsin number one crops. Today, I'm joined with the 76th Allison Dairyland, Ashley Haganow, to learn about the basics of what is ginseng, the process of how ginseng is grown and technology that is used in the growing process and What are some ways that consumers are eating and consuming ginseng? Ashley, to start our conversation, can you share the basic overview of what is ginseng? Certainly. Well, thank you for having
1: me as well to talk about so many different agricultural commodities here in Wisconsin, starting with ginseng. Ginseng is a specialty root crop here in Wisconsin that we are the number one producer of. Ginseng is similar in look to ginger. It is the root that we harvest, and that is the most valuable part of the crop. And when it comes to ways that we can use ginseng, there are so many different ways, but it's commonly taken in tea form as maybe a capsule. You can also grind ginseng roots into powder, or there's ginseng extract that you can taste or take each and every day. But again, ginseng is a specialty root crop where we harvest the root and it goes on to have many different uses, both here in Wisconsin and the United States and also across the world, as Wisconsin ginseng has a place in the global market as well. Right. And
0: you mentioned that it looks like ginger, but it does not Tastes like ginger. Can you elaborate on that? Exactly right. So ginseng, especially
1: Wisconsin ginseng, is known for its very bitter flavor. And when we think about our palates and our diets here in the United States— We really don't have a lot of products, especially products that we can use in food that are known for its bitter flavor. So when it comes to Wisconsin ginseng across the world, we are recognized for our bitter flavor, which is very unique when it comes to ginseng.
0: Right. And there's so many different ways that we can enjoy it. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But first, can you explain the process of how ginseng is grown?
1: I certainly can. Ginseng, when growing ginseng, is also a very unique process. It is a perennial crop that needs three, four, or five years to grow. And what this looks like when we start with ginseng is we have our ginseng seeds. And a ginseng plant above ground, you have the green foliage and then some red berries. And we take the seeds from inside the red berries, and then we use those seeds for the next crop. And again, we need three, four, or five years at least to grow ginseng. And much of the growing process for ginseng is done by hand. And the areas to grow ginseng in are actually pretty small. You sometimes only need a quarter of an acre, even less, to successfully grow ginseng because it is a very dense crop. The roots can be grown very closely together, so you can grow large amounts of ginseng in very small areas in a certain part of your field, or ginseng is actually native to the forest. So we find ginseng growing in the wild in deciduous forests, as that is where it is native to. But when we talk about cultivated ginseng, it can be grown in a pretty small area of land. Now, our largest growers of ginseng here in Wisconsin, they might have a couple hundred acres of ginseng. But again, you only need a very small patch of land to start the process of growing ginseng. And another very important part of growing ginseng is shade cloth. So especially in Marathon County and surrounding areas where a majority of ginseng in Wisconsin is grown, You can see shade cloths out in ginseng field or ginseng gardens, and that is to mimic the natural forest environment where ginseng is native to. So in the summer where we grow ginseng, that's the ginseng growth period is in the summer, we have shade cloth that covers the fields and allows ginseng to be grown successfully. And in the winter, All our ginseng farmers have to do is just remove that shade cloth for the winter. And when the next growing cycle comes around, we just are sure to put that shade cloth over ginseng to mimic that natural forest environment.
0: And what does the harvesting process look like and when does that usually take place?
1: Of course. So the harvesting process is in line with many other commodities here in Wisconsin. We start to see a lot of ginseng be harvested towards the later part of summer into the latter days of August, as well as September, October is where we see a lot of our ginseng harvested. And ginseng is mainly harvested by hand. Since it is a smaller industry for Wisconsin, We harvest it by hand and then some ginseng growers might have technology like say conveyor belts that once that ginseng is brought in from the field, you might put it through a conveyor belt system to remove any dirt, debris and stones and then you're left with just the root where we then clean the root and we dry it oftentimes to complete that harvest process. It's very fascinating, it's labor intensive as well, but you know that you are getting the highest quality crop when it comes to Wisconsin ginseng.
0: Right, that's what I was going to say. Well, why doesn't everyone do it? But it's probably because (laughs) it is a lot of work to be doing it. One item, and were you at a ginseng facility?
1: I I was. Back in October, I had the chance to tour Sue's Ginseng Enterprises. They're located in the Wausau area.
0: Okay, can you tell me, like, you mentioned the foliage on the top. What did that look like? Was it similar to, like, rhubarb or a zucchini plant? What did that green look like up on top?
1: Great question. So I was coming to the ginseng farm at a time when harvest was just wrapping up and they were getting ready to winterize quite a few machines and fields. So ginseng, to me, the top part of the plant Looks like the top of different trees and foliage that you might find. And in the ginseng field that I had a chance to go look at, some of the leaves were starting to turn orange and yellow, and there were still a few green leaves as well. But it's it's a very unique-looking plant, and you have just smaller leaves. And I didn't get a chance to see the berries as we were past that point in the season. But I'll have to show you some images, too, because it's a very fascinating plant and you can pick out ginseng oftentimes because of the shade cloth. That is a great identifier for where ginseng is growing because of the shade cloth. I would say it's kind of hard to me at least to pick out exactly what a ginseng plant would look like if it was just growing amongst other foliage.
0: Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that it's between four and five years that it takes to, before they harvest it, So in that time frame, are they doing anything in particular or just kind of following that same routine of the shade, taking the shade down?
1: Great question. So while ginseng is being grown and we're waiting for that third, fourth or fifth year crop before it's ready to be harvested, our ginseng producers and their employees are focused on Weed management, as well, you know, hand picking some of the weeds, sometimes using a few other crop inputs to lessen the weeds that might be growing in ginseng fields, just to make that harvest process a little bit easier when it comes time to harvest the root. But it's a lot of effort focused on maintenance, making sure our fields, our ginseng gardens are free of weeds as much as possible to make that harvest process easier and monitoring and maintaining the shade cloth. So our ginseng continues
0: to thrive as it's being grown. Right. And if you have your own little garden, you know that it's a big (laughs) task to make sure that it's weed free. Now, are there any special technologies with growing ginseng?
1: That is another great question. And as I've learned more about ginseng production here in Wisconsin, there really isn't a lot of technology associated with the growing and harvesting process in the ginseng field or the ginseng garden. Because it is a smaller industry and because the parcels or acres of land are in lesser amounts compared to some other commodity crops like corn, soybeans, or alfalfa here in Wisconsin— we see the technology more in the back end with the with the processing of ginseng. So I mentioned earlier, you might have some pieces of equipment that are used to clean ginseng or to filter ginseng from the field to remove the dirt and debris and stones that might get picked up in that harvesting process. That is where we see the technology come into play for Wisconsin's ginseng industry but when it comes to being out in the ginseng fields harvesting that crop it's all pretty much done by hand which is so fascinating to me
0: right it's a lot of work and I am just curious when you were visiting in Wausau at that facility did you kind of see that these farmers are pretty much innovators and probably designing or building some of that technology to kind of make their job a little easier? They really are. Our ginseng
1: farmers are at the forefront of developing technology that works the best for their business, for their farm, and for their product. I've learned that across agriculture, our farmers, regardless of the commodity that might be being produced they're at the forefront of developing technology that suits their farm best, and that's the case with Wisconsin ginseng. Certainly the conveyor belt systems that we're talking about as well have been developed by Wisconsin ginseng farmers because they, throughout decades and generations of producing Wisconsin ginseng, have found what works best for their family and for their farm. So it's really fascinating to see the different pieces of technology that are developed that best suit that certain commodity.
0: Let's talk about some of the uses now of ginseng. If you heard Ashley say in the beginning, it's bitter, and you're like, okay, I've turned this off. Like There has to be some really great uses that people can utilize the ginseng crop.
1: There are so many great uses for Wisconsin ginseng, and I've loved learning about ways that I can use Wisconsin ginseng in my daily life as a younger consumer of this product as well. But Baseline... The products that result from ginseng production include your roots that you can then take and maybe boil down into tea, or it has some other uses as well. And the roots are also ground into powder. You have ginseng extract that is taken from the roots, We can slice roots very thinly to use for steeping or cooking purposes. And so that's how ginseng is processed into. And from there, there are so many recipes that use ginseng, especially Wisconsin ginseng. And I'm seeing more of a trend in using ginseng in a lot of different recipes when it comes to our health and our nutrition So one recipe that I have been enjoying to satisfy my sweet tooth a little bit is for a cherry morning smoothie. Now, this is a super unique way to use Wisconsin ginseng in maybe more traditional beverages that we might enjoy. So for this smoothie specifically, you have blueberries, cherries, bananas, spinach, a little bit of Greek yogurt, some vanilla extract, some coconut flakes, and about a tablespoon of Wisconsin ginseng powder. And you blend all of these ingredients in a mixer or a blender, and it only takes about five minutes to put everything together before this smoothie is ready to be enjoyed. And I personally can hardly detect that bitter flavor from the ginseng. It's there very faintly combined with all of the other ingredients. But that's a great way to consume Wisconsin ginseng, maybe on the daily, every few days, once a week, and get those health benefits from ginseng consumption as well.
0: Before we jump into potatoes, I just wanna make sure I've gotten all my stats and facts on ginseng. Can you share a little bit about the economic impact and some of those other stats, you may have already mentioned them already, about Wisconsin ginseng?
1: The economic impact of Wisconsin ginseng certainly contributes to the strength of Wisconsin's $104.8 billion agricultural industry as a whole. And some of those key statistics when it comes to ginseng production is that here in Wisconsin, we produce 98%. Of cultivated ginseng for the United States. And then we also produce about 10% of the world's supply of ginseng. So not only do we recognize ginseng here at the state level and at the national level and its importance for Wisconsin, but on the global level, Wisconsin ginseng plays a very important role in the global marketplace. And we export about 85% of our ginseng here in Wisconsin to Asian countries especially, such as China, Korea, and Japan. So Wisconsin ginseng plays a very important role here in Wisconsin on the state level for our agricultural industry. And across the world, we are recognized here in Wisconsin for our high-quality ginseng.
0: Well, Ashley, you have definitely influenced me and persuaded me to go to something special from Wisconsin, find some local ginseng products and test them out. I mean, whether it's that probably more intrigued in the powder or the drops Mm -hmm. versus the roots are a little bit more intimidating, but... (laughs) It'll hopefully be in my future now. Oh, well, Ashley, we always appreciate having you in studio. Thank you so much for your time and sharing more about Wisconsin ginseng. And that's your connection to agriculture. Thanks for listening. I'm Joanna Guza.